From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna. I'm your host, and I'm also the author of many books. The most recent is Emotional Detox Now. It was just released in February, and it includes 135 emotional detoxes. I wrote them all out for you so you could take yourself through the process in just less than 10 minutes a day. Now, we have a really exciting show for you today. Very exciting. I have a very special guest and I will introduce you to that guest in just a moment. But before getting into that, I wanted to let you know that I'm going to be at Kripalu Yoga and Health Center. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's in Lenox, Massachusetts, which is in the Berkshires. It's absolutely gorgeous. I actually grew up around there. So it's kind of like that hometown feeling for me. And I'll be there. I'm going to be doing a transformational weekend in July. It's actually July 8th. And I have a co-leader and my co-leader is Shannon Kaiser, author Shannon Kaiser. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's really big. (laughs) She's a friend of mine and she and I are going to co-teach a transformational weekend. I mean, you were, you're going to leave that weekend. You're going to be like, wow just wowie. That's it. We're going to wow you. You're going to feel amazing. We have lots of amazing things lined up. You're going to be inspired, motivated. And of course, of course, you cannot leave me. (laughs) You cannot spend time with me without going through some emotional cleanses. And I will be able to show you in person how powerful how powerful an emotional detox can be and how amazing. Um, it's, it's called Emotional Detox for Unshakable Inner Peace. And you can either go to my website, sherryannaboyle.com. You can check it out there. You can also go to Kripalu Yoga and Health Center, and you can see just how amazing their food, their grounds, everything is just a wonderful way to take a retreat, especially when the weather is warm and there's so much beauty around. So I wanted to make sure I got that out there because once our guest comes on, which he's going to be here in just a moment, we are going to be engrossed in a conversation about happiness and love, happiness and love, particularly self-love. So I thought I would throw out you a little bone here and asking you to take a moment to reflect whether you're driving in your car or you're sitting or you're a lot of times I clean my house. (laughs) I listen to dream seven radio as well. I love some, some of the other hosts on this and on Saturdays when I'm cleaning my house, I have it in my ears all the time. So anyway, take a moment and reflect on this. Have you taken some time to love yourself today? Have you thought about that? Do you know how to love yourself? 
do you know the ways you might not be loving yourself, right? Sometimes it's easier to ask the question that way. So that's the conversation for that we're going to open up today. We're going to allow ourselves to be curious about what our guest has to say about this topic, to be open, to be willing. And that in, in itself, everyone, is extremely powerful. Just being open and willing, it can be transformational in itself. So I'm grateful that you are here and that you're choosing to tune in. And I would love to hear from you if you have any questions, because remember at the end, I do what's coming up to be cleansed. And I also do a message from Just Ask Spirit. They kind of go hand in hand. And if you have any questions that you want me to ask Spirit for you, I'd be happy to do that. Just go to my Facebook group. It's brand new. Um, you can you can also go to my website and contact page and you can ask me the question there. My website again is sherryannaboyle.com. The Facebook group is called Just Ask Spirit. So either one works for me. You can also leave comments on the on-demand portion here on Dream 7 Radio. When you go listen on demand, you'll see there's a place to leave a comment there. But if you have a specific question, I don't mind you emailing really. Um, email and say, hey, I'd like to ask Spirit this, or I'd like to know more about this, or what do you think about this in terms of a question? I'd be happy to answer that for you at the end of the show on air. And I won't, I won't say your name, I promise. So without further ado, fasten your seatbelts. I've got a pretty amazing person that we're going to hear from in just a moment. Welcome, Robert Mack, to Just Ask Spirit. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, it's so great. I was just letting the audience know I got someone special coming on, right? And uh, you are pretty special, Robert, and you're going through a special time in your life. You just released a new book. Um, Your new book is called Love from the Inside Out, right? Um, and we're going to be talking about that, everyone, today. But before we get there, let me just tell you a little bit about Robert Mack, if you don't know who he is. Uh, Robert is an Ivy League-educated positive psychology expert, celebrity happiness coach, executive coach, and an author. And um, honestly, he's one of the world's leading experts on the topics of relationships between happiness and success. And he helps individuals and organizations achieve an energizing balance of authentic personal happiness and effortless professional success based on time-tested. This is what I love about your work, Robert. Can't wait to hear. Time-tested, face-valid, empirical data, and timeless, transcendental wisdom. Now, that's a mouthful, but it sounds lovely. Um, you can find Robert Mack at Coach. You got to have that word coach in there, coachrobertmack.com. And of course, your new book, which is just released. This is a big celebration Love from the Inside Out. So, Robert, um, first of all, congratulations on the book. I know it's like giving birth. I mean, it is. Probably- it, it, it's, it is a form of birth, right? Yes. As far as I know, it certainly is. I mean, and it often takes longer than nine months. So there's that part of it too, right? And the whole team to help deliver. Yes. 
Right. And with it always comes like unexpected twists and turns and, and things like that. And, and, and so I know, you know, with, with my book, emotional detox, actually the last one, emotional detox. Now I had so many twists and turns with that book. I was like, we are, I guess we're just going for a little ride, right? <laughs> the, whole, the whole COVID experience and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you weren't always a happiness coach, right? I mean, we're not born into this stuff. So um, what, how did you, how'd you get here? Yeah, I was a really miserable kid. <laughs> a really miserable kid. I remember being unhappy and stressed out and anxious and self-loathing and self-hating from the age of like six or seven. And I always thought I'd grow out of it. And that didn't happen, at least not right away. You know, I did well academically. I did well athletically. I even eventually had some friends. I eventually got a corporate job. I had a beautiful girlfriend. But my unhappiness just became worse and worse and it eventually spiraled into depression and then even suicidal ideation. So I was thinking about killing myself dozens of times a day. What? Yes. Yes. Really, really sad. Does, yes. Okay. So let's just back up here. So you, you had everything you had, everything on the outside looked great. Yes, that's right. You, I mean, to society standards, you were you were successful, right? You, you had the degree, you have the girlfriend, you look like you got a plan, right? Right. <laughs> um, Two and German you, cars, a management consulting job. Things um, did, well. your, did your family have any idea? Did your friends have any idea that you were having multiple suicidal thoughts a day? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, uh, I knew that most of them knew I was, knew me as a pretty melancholy guy. Um, but, you know, they just assumed that I was pretty introverted and shy. Every now and then I would try to have these conversations with people about, you know, existential topics. And I would sort of have a dark sense of humor. And that was my way of sort of testing the waters to see if the person would be interested in talking to me about what I was thinking and feeling. But I didn't get very many people to bite <laughs> on those topics. And so I just mostly kept it to myself. So were they like conversations about, you know, whether you believe in God or something like that or what, what, I mean, it was a little darker than that. It'd be like, you know, I'd say, oh, this thing went wrong or whatever. And so it doesn't matter anyway. We're all going to die kind of thing, you know? Oh, okay. Oh, whoa, whoa. You know, that's a lot. And so you were negative. You were negative. Yes. Yes. I was obsessed with, I was obsessed with this thought and it's a reality that all the things we work so hard to achieve, accomplish and acquire. And all the people we work so hard to love and to get us to love up and get them to love us, that all of this one day would be stripped away from us by death. That was just so unsettling to uh, me. Hard time letting that go. So it was an existential angst. Interesting. So you were really focused on that and you were focused on death. I, I hope you don't mind me getting a little personal here, but was there was there like an event or did you oh did you kind of do people remember you sort of being born into being an Eeyore. I mean, yeah, I was, I, I would say that, you know, and this is where positive psychology does come in very uh, useful, um, which mm. is you know, apparently 50% of our happiness is attributable to our genetic set point, right? Alone. So we're kind of hardwired each of us um, for happiness, more happiness, less happiness. Um, now that 50% is perfectly malleable, changeable and plastic, right? So we can do a whole lot about it. It's not like height, or eye color, we can change it, we can improve it. Um, so I do feel like I was probably born or wired with a little lower level of happiness um, 
Interesting. So you're referring to, so audience, just so you know, Robert's uh, other book, was that your first book, Robert? Like that, that's, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's called Happiness Inside Out, right? That's right. Happiness okay. from Inside Out. That's right. Okay. Happiness from Inside Out. And so you're referring to 50% yes. is genetic? That's right. That's right. But it's malleable, right? It's changeable. Of course. Interesting. And so there's, there's actual measurements around this. They've looked at this. They've done studies on this. I would That's imagine right. long-term studies, longitudinal studies to look at. Okay. Interesting. And, but obviously you can change it because you can change the brain. Fascinating. So people just kind of remember that. Okay. Tell then take us from there. Yeah. So, um, you know, so maybe I was wired with it. So part of it maybe was just nature. Um, if we'll call it that, and then, you know, um, I think lots of stress and anxiety as a kid, probably just growing up. I mean, I was already a pretty anxious kid. I also realized later I was a bit of an empath, still am. So I'd feel, you know, the emotions of other people and I would misattribute them to myself and think it was my thoughts and feelings that I was really feeling into, but not always. Um, and then I was a perfectionist, you know. Um, also, um, I'm a thinker, you know, an overthinker. And so I tend to overanalyze, um, at least I did, particularly as a child and young adult overanalyze everything. You know, I was the kid that was always asking, you know, his mom, why, why mom, why is the grass green? Why is the sky blue? And, you know, okay, it's cause of chlorophyll, but why is the chlorophyll, you know, the whole thing. So <laughs> that when you play that all the way out and you think about life from a broad perspective, it can be unsettling when you think about, you know, the fact that we're all sort of thrown here on the planet as strangers. Initially, we're not really given a guidebook or a rule book for living life. And, that one day maybe we will all have everything that we work so hard um, taken away from us. It was really. It's, it's interesting because when you said I would have you know, dozens of times a day, suicidal thoughts, you know, the first thing that went through my head was this guy can feel other people's feelings. I mean, there, there's no question that that is coming, not just from, from you. Right. And I, it's, I'm, I'm glad that you just said that. Cause that's, that was the first thought that came to my mind as you were picking up on everybody's negative thinking and perhaps self-destructive kinds of thoughts or, or looking at the dark or the heavy or whatever. You could have been a little bit of a magnet for that. <laughs> you would have said I was, I wasn't <laughs> spoken like someone who would know. <laughs> would know what I bet. Right. So yeah, you're yeah. about that. And I was a magnet for it. I was, um, you know, um, selective attention, selective perception, all that was playing into it. Right. So you start to yeah. notice and listen for, anything that confirms these concerns or fears or words that you have. So I just yeah. became a magnet. Okay. So here you are. Um, you learn this later, obviously you're, you're, you've got this, if your energy's heavy, let's say that, right. Um, negative, heavy. Uh, I'm looking at your bio though, Robert. I mean, so audience, just so you know, Robert ends up being endorsed by Oprah. Okay. Uh, Vanessa Williams and many others and has been seen on Good Morning America, the Today Show, Access Hollywood, Own Network, GQ, Self-Health, Cosmetology, Glamour. Uh, okay. So there's a lot in between there, right? Yes. So how, how do you go from that to where you are today? What what were some yeah. of the, the milestones or the key points along the way? Yeah. Well, so I, you know, at the time when I was going through all this, I was also, you know, reading books. I would stumble upon books that were self-help-ish or psychology books or even spirituality books. And I didn't quite know what I was getting into, but I remember reading a book like 
this uh, Psycho-Cybernetics was one of the first books I read, and I read The Alchemist, and were, I think those books were planting seeds, but not enough seeds, fast enough, it seemed. So I got to a place where I decided I was going to actually take action on this suicidal ideation I was experiencing. I was going to kill myself. So I did a little research. I decided I was going to slash my wrist. How old and, are you at this point, Robert? Um, in my early 20s. Okay. So you start researching on how to follow through. Yeah. Like, okay. what means like, what does it take? What do you need to do? Okay. Methods. Okay. And a lot of the means methods felt too violent. Um, others I didn't have access to. I did have access to kitchen knives. So I went and got a kitchen knife and I um, stuck into my wrist. And, you know, something very strange happened at that moment. I just dug it into my wrist. And part of it was, I was concerned about how painful it was going to be physically, you know, but then also mm-hmm. as I did that, I mean, for no good reason, seemingly without any of my external conditions or circumstances changing, I felt this inexplicable peace and limitless love and. Really? So what do you, what what do you make of that? You think you had maybe a a guide or someone come along and. Yeah. So, 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 you know, it's taken me, it's taken me probably two decades to really process all that. (laughs) Yeah. And I, a, I, mm, it is. At first, yeah. um, I just would refer to it as divine intervention. Um, yeah. You know, I, at the time I decided because of that experience, I'd take 15 minutes and postpone the suicide. I would do a little bit of different research and I could always kill myself later if I wanted. And um, I honestly didn't think I'd get through the 15 minutes, but I look back now, it's been a couple decades. And in that time, I did a lot of research mm-hmm. and a lot of processing. What I discovered really, yes, we'll call it divine intervention. But also for the first time in my life, my mind came to a place of quiet mm. and stillness and silence. And in that stillness and silence and quiet, I discovered this like eternal sunshine and the spotless mind and invisible summer within just this true nature that I'd call peace or love or happiness. It just came shining through and I finally felt it in a way that I hadn't before. Okay. And what you just said, you kind of sped it up on a little bit of speed there. Take down the speed. So the eternal what? What did yeah, you just the, say? So the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. That's I love it. that. Okay, yeah. say it, Robert. Yes. The eternal sunshine. Yes. Spot- Where would that come from? Um, well, there was a movie with that title later. I don't know okay. where the original um, phrase Really oh. from, but okay. it feels ancient to me, and I need yeah. to know, look off the off the you know research the origin of that particular turn of phrase. But okay. that's precisely what it was. It was the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. My mind was spotless. It was quiet. It was still. Mm. It was silent. And yeah. in that micro moment, yeah, the innate or intrinsic peace and love and happiness that is not only within us but is us. Yeah, it was an opportunity to shine through. It was like the clouds for the first time in my life weren't in the way of the sun. They weren't in the way of the sunshine. That's powerful. Yes. Very powerful. Now, you know that this show is called Just Ask Spirit. And part of it um, is, you know, after I wrote emotional, the, the Emotional Detox series, I... I was always very, very, very spiritual. A lot of people don't know that. And I was like, you know, I really need to kind of bring this out. But the the point of the show is 
I don't think we can separate the two anymore, right? So there's no more like mental health, spirituality, emotional health. Spir- I, I, so this is a show saying, you know, you can't have <laughs> healthy mental health without some form of spirituality. Now that's a big topic in itself. And I do want to know what you um, go ahead. Cause you look like you have something to say. This so is just so good. I'm just loving it. Oh, yay. Okay. Good, good, good. I'm glad. I, I, I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. Yeah. I, and I really couldn't. And you know, psychology, it, it's, it's the study of the psyche, right? What is psyche? Psyche is soul. But it seems like at some point in time, psychology didn't get the memo because they're trying to, we've tried to study the soul through the mind and its thoughts. And yeah. if there's one thing I know about spirit and soul, it is a thoughtless, wordless, faceless, formless, infinite, eternal, placeless place or spaceless space within us. We'll call it non-physical energy. We can call it life force, but it's spirit. And spirit uses the mind as an instrument Okay, Robert, you have to slow the speed. I what say that again? It spits out of you like nothing. Yeah. So spirit is the. Go ahead it's and say thoughtless. it. Again. So it's the thoughtless. Uh huh. Wordless. Yes. Faceless. Yes. Formless. Gotcha. Infinite. Eternal. Awareness or consciousness, or presence, or spirit, that we all ultimately are. Oh my gosh. Now that was amazing. I feel like I was in church for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I want to say amen. I mean, that is so incredible. That is incredible. And I can feel it. That's what's most important is the feeling. You feel spirit, right? So you really have a very in-depth view of what spirit is. Absolutely. No question about it. Um, Mostly that comes from not being so aware of it for so long, you know? Wow. And it is something you feel. It is something that you feel. Feeling is closer to thinking, you know, that's why we call it the peace that passeth understanding or the happiness that passeth understanding or the mm-hmm. uncaused or irrational or unreasonable peace, love, and joy. Because it's not the mind thing. It's a heart thing, a spiritual heart thing. That is absolutely beautiful. <clears throat> we have to take a quick break, everyone. Um, I just got to get a drink of water or something. I'm only kidding. (laughs) This is amazing. Um, We'll be right back after the break with more from Robert Mack. Um, Be right back. Looking for a fun and relaxing getaway? Omega Rest and Rejuvenation Retreats are a great way to unwind and renew your spirit. Sit and read in the garden, explore the woodland trails, or try a daily yoga or meditation class. You can stretch your body, quiet your mind, and do as much or as little as you choose. Located in Rhinebeck, New York, just 90 miles north of New York City, Omega's natural environment and quiet pace allow for extraordinary experiences to unfold. Learn more at eomega.org. Are you looking for a simple way to stay in shape and care for your emotions? Well, look no further. It's Shariana here. And I want you to know I have been teaching yoga for over 20 years. My style? 
might be a little different. I include a little bit of cardio, yoga, breath work, and of course, you're going to hear my emotional detox teaching sprinkled in. People describe my classes as therapy. <laughs> so zoom in and practice yoga with me live on Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern or Thursdays, noontime Eastern, where you can take it on demand as I record everything. Go to sherriannaboyle.com, click Explore Memberships to learn more. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. When we think of a detox, we usually think of it as a physical experience. But what about a mind-emotional detox? With Sherrianna Boyle's new book, Emotional Detox Now, you get just that. Inside, you will find 135 of Sherrianna's signature cleanses laid out for you. In just five minutes a day, you can enjoy the soothing benefits of an emotional detox. Imagine feeling centered, calm, and free. With an emotional detox now, you can. Grab your book today at your favorite bookstore or go to sherriannaboyle.com. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm speaking with Robert Mack, if you're just joining us, and his new book, it just came out, it's hot off the press, is called Love from the Inside Out. Love from the Inside Out. This is the second book. The first book is Happiness from the Inside Out, um, and this is the newer one. So I hope that you all go out and grab that. So Robert, here we are. We were just diving deep. You are deep. I can see why you had the struggle. I mean, you are deep, right? Yeah, it's easy to get lost in the sauce there. <laughs> you, you're deep, right? You, I mean, just the way you rattle this stuff off and you put it on the surface, like it's a plate of food, right? And then it's like, wait a minute, where did the food come from, right? And um, going back in and I can, I'm getting a better understanding of how someone with your depth would get lost and feel lost and isolated and alone and go into those deeper places, right? So, um, when you have this depth, and I'm mentioning this audience because you may have these people in your lives, right? That, um, and we're we're talking about some very serious topics, and I want to make sure I take full responsibility for that. Um, and maybe you know, in terms of if somebody is having or knows anyone's suicidal thoughts, Robert, I just want to make sure we take a, a second here to um, what would you suggest? Because you've been there, you teach on this, so obviously you're some of people who follow you might actually have that experience, right? For sure. So what do you say to that person or who might be having those kinds of thoughts? Yes. Yeah, so I'd say, first of all, you're not alone. Please yeah. know you're in the vast majority if you've suffered from depression and if you've had thoughts about killing yourself. We Lots of us have had those thoughts. Um, so you're not alone there. Also, if you're having thoughts right now, you can always call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800 800- Two seven three eight two five five. That's important. Okay, one eight hundred two seven three 
8255. Um, you know, the third thing I'll say is, you know, and to that end is get help. You know, there are folks mm -hmm. out there in the world who have dedicated their entire lives, blood, sweat, and tears to solving for the one problem you're struggling with the most right now. It might happen to be suicide. It could be something else. But reach out to folks who have been there, done that, and who would love nothing more than to help you solve for whatever you're trying to solve for. Thank you. I appreciate that. So everybody's got that number now and everybody knows that, you know, um, it's a really serious subject. So here you are. Um, we're talking about how you and I are both in very much in alignment. This is the first time you and I have ever met, right? So just so the audience knows I'm meeting him just as you're meeting him. Okay. And um, in terms of spirit, spirituality and mental health, how does it happen for you? So you have this divine intervention, you feel peace, then what happens? So then I um, am led to more and more pieces of research and teachers. Mostly in the beginning, it was scientific research that I was leaning into. You know, I didn't have a whole lot of confidence or trust or faith in any particular religion or spiritual tradition. But as I leaned more into the science, it began to remind me of things that I had heard either in church or in other spiritual religious settings. And so then I increasingly began to lean more and more into the religious and spiritual traditions of the world. And I did lean into all of them. You know, so I sort of did a close study of really every major religious and or spiritual um, tradition through the ages. And I found in the end that most of them are saying pretty much the same thing but from various different angles and through different lenses. Um, but I found that extraordinarily validating and uh, consoling. So most days it was like two steps forward and a thousand steps back. I really struggled for years um, with the suicidal ideation, but over time it got better and better and better as I applied what I knew to the best of my ability. Okay. So would you say that moment of divine intervention, it, it didn't, entirely get rid of the suicidal thoughts is what you're saying to us. Um, but what it did was helped you to get curious and drawn to looking into all these different avenues and really exploring spirituality. Absolutely. And okay. it helped me to disconnect from this idea that what I was feeling on the inside was either unavoidable or couldn't be stopped or ended or reduced. I had that moment when nothing on the outside had changed and I had the same brain still and the same genetic set point, so to speak, although I didn't know anything about any of those things, but I still had this moment of peace and love and joy. And so I thought if I could have it even for a micro moment, why not two, why not three, why not 75 years or hundred years of it, right? So that was a major insight that didn't seem or feel so major at the time but slowly but surely, it built momentum and it became more and more significant in my life. Okay. And now that you have, so you said the, the you know, you have a degree in positive psychology, the science really helped you to understand as well as the genetics, which I, I can appreciate that because sometimes we can be like, oh, I'm so, you know, I'm not enough. I'm unlikable. I know I'm negative. I don't know how to change that. But you saying 50%. That's pretty significant, but you can 
you can shift that obviously, because we know we can change the brain, right? That's right. That's right. So so science has come up with a happiness formula, right? So the happiness formula is H happiness equals S. That's the genetic set point we just described Mm -hmm. plus C. C are the conditions and circumstances of your life. This is what most of us think happiness consists of like a great body, great health, some money, a great partner, maybe some kids. That C, believe it or not, only accounts for about 10% of how happy or unhappy you are. So imagine your most perfect or ideal life, all the things you want, infinite money and perfect body and perfect health. That would only account for about 10% or less of how happy or unhappy. Seriously. So we have the perfect life. Everyone out there, just imagine your perfect life, right? I would have a chef. I'm kidding. (laughs) I would have a housekeeper. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so um, I'd have all those things and it would only be 10% of why I'm happy. That's right. 10%. The other 40% is me. And that's <laughs> now, I, now I know why you're a celebrity coach. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Those are the folks. That makes, that have... Yes. That makes perfect sense now. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I was wondering how that came to be. Okay. So 10%, then what? And the 40%, the remaining 40%, is the this volitional or voluntary activities. And so those are things like gratitude, um, social support in your life, you know, and optimism, things of that nature, you know, taking care of your body, sleep and, uh, you know, nutrition. But so that 40% plus okay. remember the 50% that, that is the gen- genetic set point that is oh. malleable makes okay. for a total of 90% that is controllable and can be influenced by the thoughts you think, the words you speak and the actions you take. Wow. Interesting. So all those people out there who are feeling like if they had more money, what is it? What does the research say about that? If I have more money, I'll be happier. Because a lot of people think, Robert, if you know, if they have more money, it gives them freedom to do stuff like eat healthy, go to the gym. What do you say to that, those folks? Yeah, and, and that's true that if you're living at a level below subsistence, so meaning if you're making less than $75,000 here in the United States about, and you yeah. can't afford to pay for basic necessities, increasing the amount of money you have available will increase your life satisfaction, but that is different from happiness. So you'll be more satisfied with the life or quality of life you have, but it doesn't necessarily guarantee happiness. And as you continue beyond $75,000 making more money, you get less and less happiness bang for your buck. You experience what's called the diminishing marginal utility of the dollar. So diminishing marginal utility of the dollar, which means you just get less happiness bang for each additional dollar that you earn. After 75,000? Yes. And you plateau at about 125,000. So when you hit about 125,000, you're sort of tapped out with respect to getting more happiness. We won't even call it happiness, life satisfaction, really, from additional dollars. Interesting. Okay. So we've got the genetic, which is going to require strategy. So you're saying 50% is in the genetic line, right? And I would imagine that's affected by trauma and history and right. Cause that all affects our genetics. Yeah. And so you're saying that um, that's 
I imagine that's what's in your books. Yes. That's that 50%, it. Right? That's right? That's right. Okay. okay. So, and then the 40% is the other stuff, the nutrition, the activities, the being social, things like that. Gotcha. That's right. exactly. Okay. So that 50%, now that leads us up to... Um, to your books, right? And so you wrote the happiness note. Now, I, as a listener, I'm thinking, which one do I start with? I would start with happiness from the inside out. That's the best place to start. Okay. Love is sort of a graduate level course with respect to happiness from the inside out. And if you understand and apply happiness from the inside out, you've already understood a lot of what will be offered up there in love from the inside out. Um, but start with happiness. That's always the best approach anyway. Okay. And so I hear that everybody start with happiness <laughs> and, and then you can graduate to the love. There's more, which is always nice to know that there's another, there's another layer, so to speak. And like I said, you're very deep. So I imagine you get deeper and deeper, right. In terms of it, it, sometimes, you know, it, we think accelerated and I, I always tend to favor deep, right. Go go deeper rather than thinking faster. I think a lot of people think faster, right? I want to do it faster, get it faster. How can I make this? What's the quickest course I can take out there so I can just get my act together? Um, and I always say, rather than focus on fast, focus on going deep because you might have to do, you might you'll probably do less. Would you agree? Absolutely agreed. Absolutely agreed. I mean, and that's true with so many things. That was my discovery too. You know, I love reading books, for instance. Okay. And I read as many books as humanly possible. I used to read a book a day for years. I was, gonna, I was just going to ask you how many, what, what it, on average, how many books do you read? Um, I, I was reading about 365 books a year. So a book a day was my A goal. book a day? Yes. Yeah. I was obsessed with books. I just, my, I would joke sometimes and say my best friends were dead authors <laughs> because uh-huh. I felt like a real personal connection with I don't read quite that many these days, but I do read several books a week still. Do you have a favorite? I mean, oh, aside- so tough. Yeah, I I have a favorite authors. So yeah. I, I love Ramana Maharshi. I love Rupert Spira. Um, I was obsessed with Abraham Hicks early in my journey. I still love Abraham Hicks. Yes. I love Eckhart Tolle. I yes. love Fuji. I love Joel Goldsmith. Oh, Joel Goldsmith is just so powerful. So yes. Many- yeah. Okay. So a book a day, that in itself, um, that could be a whole interview. <laughs> yes. Lots to talk about there. There's a lot to talk about there. That's very interesting to me because when, you know, when I'm writing, I don't, I, unless it's research-based, I don't like to read other people's books because I don't want to accidentally pull, right? I want to be able to know uh, that that came through me, right? That's just my style. So that's really interesting to me that you're able to, to, you know, you're clearly you have a very high IQ, Robert. <laughs> I, I will receive um, that. I've never felt that way, but I will receive that. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and ability, you know, intelligence, just so everyone knows IQ is not the same as ability. Intelligence and IQ are not the same. Um, just want to clarify that. Um, but, you know, there's IQ and then there's ability. So he has the ability to 
um, read all these books and sort of sort through and process this information and put it down on paper. Um, so we have to take a quick break, Robert. I would love you to come back um, and just squeeze in a little bit more before you go, if you don't mind. I would um, love that. I would love that too, because my my last segment, I usually do that on my own, but I really don't want to let you go yet. So we're going to come back. We're going to squeeze out a few tips from Robert, like toothpaste. Okay. And um, we'll be right back after the break. So hang in there. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherry Anna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherry Anna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherry Anna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherry Anna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a spiritual teacher and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of nine books that can help empower lives from emotional detox now, the four gifts of anxiety, to mantras made easy, and the conscious parenting guide to childhood anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7Radio.com and click on Host for the Day. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherrianna. If you're just joining us, you're, you've joined us at a wonderful time because I've got Robert Mack here and he's about to share some tips in terms of happiness. Uh, his new book, which just, which just got released, everybody, is called Love from the Inside Out. And the original book, which is where Robert suggested we begin our journey, is called Happiness Inside Out. So Robert, either one, you can pull it from happiness, pull it from love, wherever you feel we ought to go today in terms of, um, you know, we've learned a lot, this 50% thing. Um, how do I begin to, to shift that? Yeah. So most importantly, prioritize happiness above everything else and trust and know that based on both science and your own personal experience, that if you can get happy without the stuff you want, you'll find, first of all, that you have what you most want, which is happiness. Second, you'll find that all the stuff you want finds you so much more easily. Uh... That's number one. Two, I would identify four different buckets. Um, Happiness islands, happiness deserts or valleys, success islands, and success valleys or deserts. Happiness islands are those people, places, things, and activities that energize you, uplift you, inspire you with very little time, energy, and effort. 
Happiness deserts are the opposite of those things. So those are people, places, things, and activities that drain you, right? Mm. Success islands are those things that with very little time, energy, and effort, you just do effortlessly well. And success deserts are the opposite of those things. So they're things that no matter how hard you try, they just, you don't very good at them, right? What you're wanting to do ultimately is schedule more of the islands into your life and more of the deserts and valleys out of your life, right? So people, places, things, and activities that drain you, you want to spend less time with. People, Mm -hmm. places, things, and activities that inspire you, energize you, make you happy to feel alive, you want to schedule more into your life. So that's the first, or I guess second step, low-hanging fruit is sort sort of identify those four buckets. Okay. Yeah. I love that. And that makes a lot of sense. I was just trying to, to put it in the perspective. I'm imagining you because you're filling your life with books, right? Mm-hmm. And, and knowledge and information. And so were you simultaneously doing this without realizing it? You were slowly, because if you fill your life up with something, then other things don't have as much space, right? Love that. So beautifully said. I was precisely what I was doing. I made a decision early on because I knew so little about happiness and I seemed to know so much about unhappiness that the very least I could do was act on one or two things that I did know that seemed or felt like they would make me happier. So I was living in a cold place. I decided to move to a warmer place. I had a corporate job I didn't like. I decided to move on from that corporate job. This incredible, wonderful, you know, beautiful girlfriend that I had who we weren't making each other happy necessarily. We decided to go our separate ways. And so mm-hmm. I made decisions like that. I acted on the few pieces of information I had. And then you're right, more and more things began to sort of fill up the space in a positive way. And I did what I could to keep the things that were draining out of my life. You can't do that mm-hmm. entirely. Yeah. And at some point you graduate even from that because yeah. you discover that even the happiest activities, sometimes you still feel unhappy doing or yeah. unhappiest activities, sometimes you still find peace in. And so then you graduate and you realize, wait, happiness isn't just what I do or who I spend time with. It's also what I think. So mm-hmm. at that point, I then became obsessed and committed to telling better feeling stories based in truth about everything and everybody in my life simply to feel better, right? So instead of betting thoughts only on whether or not it was true, because lots of things are true, but they make you miserable when you focus on them. I was getting thoughts and conversations for whether they were true and supportive and supporting me in feeling, experiencing, or achieving what I most want to feel, experience, or achieve. That was a game changer. Okay. So it was a game changer. And so can you give us an example of that? Yes. So a good example was like this. Um, when you have no money, it's mm-hmm. easy to say you're broke, but you yeah. could just as truthfully, but in a better feeling way, say it's only up from here. It's only up from here, right? Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. example is, um, let's say it's raining. So lots of us will say it's a bad day. It's raining. You can say that. Yeah. Or you can say, gosh, I love the sunshine so much. I'm really looking forward to a sunny day soon. Or this is a mm-hmm. great day for me to nap and forget about the weather outside. But you find a better feeling but okay. truthful way to talk about yourself and life and the world and everybody else. In the world. I love that. I love that because what you're saying is because a lot of times when we think positive psychology, we're thinking 
okay, just got to be positive and fake it till you make it kind of thing. But you're not, I'm not hearing that anyway. I'm hearing you say, no, honor whatever it is, but, but flip, reframe it in a way where it's truthful, but it's not so heavy. That's right. That's okay. precisely it. The idea, and sometimes you're right. I think we get, or get the wrong idea about positivity. It's not pasting smiley stickers on empty gas tanks, right? It's really yes. about constructive thinking. Does this thought that. support me in feeling what I want to feel or having what I want to have or achieving what I want to achieve? Okay. You just, it, it just all makes sense to me now. I love what you just said. And listeners, did you hear him? He said, it's about constructive thinking. So not ruminating, not gloom and doom, not dwelling, but constructive thinking. I, I love that, that phrase that you just used. Okay. And obviously you're there for support for people. Right. So don't feel that you have to do this alone. And you started with books, right? And, and, and it changed you and look, look how your life has changed. Um, and I know you have a son, right? We were just chatting during the commercial break and you have an eight-year-old son. So now you're passing on all this wisdom. Um, thank you so much. It's absolutely a delight having you on the show today. And I wish you much success. And once again, go out and grab his new book. It's called Love from the Inside Out. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Listen, everyone. Um, I'm going to say a quick goodbye to Robert, and then I'm coming back with Just Ask Spirit. So hang on. Now we're at the part of the show that I call Just Ask Spirit or What's Coming Up to Be Cleansed. It's a little bit of both, and I just want to explain that before I go into it. So when I use the term What's Coming Up to Be Cleansed, I'm referring to the acronym for an emotional detox. So it's featured in all of the emotional detox books. The acronym is seven steps, seven mindful steps for learning how to process your emotions. And so what you do is you start at the C and you go through the E and it takes you into an emotional processing state. And then from that state, you can begin to create what it is that you would like to be focusing on manifesting, whatever it is in this world, right? Um, so that's what I mean when I use what's coming up to be cleansed. Now, how that ended up connecting with just our spirit is when I would work with, well, when I do work with clients and also working on myself, I often will take advantage of that. So when you cleanse, what happens is you get into a higher vibrational state and I've always been very in touch with spirit and connecting and messages and all that kind of stuff. But I found that my skills and abilities, and that's where I'm strong, someone like Robert Strong at reading a book a day. Wow, a book a day. That's fantastic. My ability is in, I can really feel things very strongly and I can receive messages pretty effortlessly. So I started going in during the cleanse. I would process what I was feeling and I would start connecting and I would get messages and I would say them to people. Well, here's what spirit would say. And 
after a while, people started coming to me. <laughs> it was kind of funny. And they'd say, okay, well, I'm coming to you because I want to know what spirit says. And I was like, oh, okay. So you want to skip the whole, but anyway, I never let anybody skip processing their emotions because it's such an important part. And we want to honor our emotions, um, all of our emotions that come up. So in terms of what is coming up to be cleansed, well, it was very interesting. I actually did a cleanse right before I got on here to, um, with today's show because I've been trying to do all this. I don't know if, you go, if you've been in this trying to tie up loose ends kind of things. You know those kinds of errands and projects and things that you just keep putting aside? Well, one of them is that I needed my meter changed out in front of my house for the... Um, gas meter. And the gas company has been calling me and finally said, okay, fine. And come today. So he comes in and lo and behold, he's like, did you know that you have a broken pipe here? And did you know that your furnace is not good? <laughs> and all of a sudden this, this little thing of let's get all these little loose ends tied up. And I'm thinking I'm going to feel great from this experience. And all of a sudden there's like all these things that are kind of major, I would say pretty major in terms of housekeeping um, are coming up. Now I'm getting ready to get on the show with you. And I'm like, man, okay, I got to do a cleanse because I'm a little overwhelmed right now from hearing all of that. And it's kind of interesting coming off of Robert's conversation about this 10% happiness thing, right? And knowing that that's, that's my 10% happy, having the house you know, working the way it needs to work, just thought that was interesting. So I did a cleanse. I did a cleanse. I ended up cleansing that experience, what that was like. And then on the other side, on the other side, I, I really heard from spirit that I needed to step out of the situation. Now, I know that's kind of like, what? What do you mean by that? Okay. Well, I asked spirit, explain that, right? So stepping out means don't be so in the drama of it, if you know what I mean. Don't be so in the noise. It's like being in a, in a room with a party and you're trying to talk on the phone, right? And you're like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear a thing. It's so loud in here. And you just keep trying and trying and trying. And before you know it, just the whole thing gets messed up. Well, if you just take a moment and step outside and find a quiet space, it could be an entirely different experience. And that's what Spirit had to say to me today. The message was step outside of it, right? This was after I cleansed all the overwhelm and I went into a space of feeling calm and and connected and ease, right? Because I was um, and I had to I had some reactions, I have to say that came up. Um, and and some of it was, you know, that I'll just I, I tend to do this, I'll do it myself attitude. I don't know if any of you kind of relate to that. I'm very much a I'll just do it. Like I won't ha ask anyone for help. Well, obviously, I can't 
do a pipe, <laughs> right? And that's not going to fly. And I, I can't do a fern. It's like, I, ha- I have to surrender and ask for help. And so that was also kind of a, an awareness that was coming in, that was looking to be processed, that was looking to unfold in me. And, and boy, by the end, it was just an experience where I thought, okay, everything's going to be okay. I'm going to get, you know, and I'm thinking of Robert and I'm like, I'm going to get a new furnace out of this. How cool is that? Right. Um, because we also, the blessing and it all learned ways that, you know, that can happen that is easier on your budget. So anyway, I won't get into that, but at the point is, the point is folks, take time to process what you feel, take time to release all those reactions. We all have them. We all do. And they come in unexpectedly sometimes, right? We don't have control over that. But these tools that I'm talking about, Robert talks about, other guests talk about, they work. They absolutely work. Absolutely. But you do have to be consistent. That's the big message of the day. You have to show up and be consistent, just like Robert was consistent with his book reading. I'm consistent with my cleansing. I always choose to cleanse first, always. And for me, that's all I typically need. I usually don't need anything else in terms of other tools. With that said, I'm open, right? I'm open and I'm willing. So I thought that was interesting. And I just wanted to pass that message along to any of you from Just Ask Spirit that if you need to sort of step to the side, right? Step to the side, get out of the noise, take your phone outside, if you know what I mean, and dialogue in the peace and quiet about that. And it will turn out so much better, better than expected, right? Thank you so much for being a part of the show, for tuning in. I really appreciate you. Remember that your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.